0: Good morning, we are going to be reading Psalm 131 this morning and I will go ahead and get started with it, Psalm 131. My heart is not proud Lord, my eyes are not haughty, I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me, but I have calmed and quieted myself, I am like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, both now and forevermore. I love this psalm. Honestly, it's kind of funny, but it's one of my favorite, favorite ones. And it's another song of ascents. So the faithful people of God would sing this as they made pilgrimage to Zion. And it's intriguing to me and very telling that they sang of humility as they made this journey. They reminded themselves of their proper place. I think, I wonder if maybe the Apostle Paul had been meditating on this psalm when he wrote Romans 12.3 which says, by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. There's a tendency for some of us, maybe most of us, to think too highly of ourselves. And it does us good to confess this fault, uh, to confess this sin. Personally, I'm shocked sometimes when I kind of come to my senses and realize that I've been thinking of myself very highly indeed. I get so confident in my opinions. I inwardly just thrash in brutal argument everyone who would try to disagree with me. Or I think I can accomplish some good thing in my own way, forgetting to listen to what God says. I charge ahead, cocky in the notion that I got it figured out and I'm sure to succeed. This is a great pilgrim song for me. My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. A good confession to begin with. Maybe not altogether true, but I do want it to be true. In my heart, I loathe the pride and the arrogance that sometimes grips me. So, in faith and in hope, I declare with David that my heart is not proud. In this moment, as I take a good look at my inner world, I do know that apart from Jesus, I'm nothing and can do no good. I take this in. I realize that I have nothing to boast in. Any good that I've done or could ever do is all grace. It's Jesus. Even my love for Him and commitment to Him is a gift, a response to His amazing love and mercy towards me. My eyes are not haughty. I'm not looking down on others now. I'm not perceiving the world through the vision of one who thinks that he's more than he is. I see with your perspective, Lord. And that that perspective is that I know better than anyone else. He goes on, I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. (laughs) This is so good. Over the past three decades or so, the opinionatedness of my nature has been dying a very slow but sure death. Is years ago when I was first introduced to the idea that my opinions are basically worthless and it's been so freeing to me. My opinions cannot save a soul. They cannot bring justice to the oppressed. They cannot remove the shackles that bind the prisoner. They can do none of these things. But they do have a certain power. They have power to hurt people. They have power to divide. A power to increase my own arrogance and demean my brother. Now, of course, these are really strong statements that I'm making. And it's good to think through the important issues of our time. It's good to weigh the evidence and even enter into positive discussion with people who have come to different conclusions. It's good to be informed and thoughtful in the way that I vote or the issues that I support. But in the end, I can't take myself too seriously or hold my opinions too tightly. I'm probably wrong in a lot of them and not fully right in the others. I don't have all the information. I'm not eternally wise, nor am I without bias. I have events and experiences in an environment that has impacted me. So I conclude this, if the issue is not one in which I have a voice, there's no reason for me to be anxious about it or to assert myself or to develop strong opinions. And there are many issues in which I don't have a voice and don't need to have a voice. I can leave them to God. He's able to care for the world apart from my advice. But I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with his mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. This being unimpressed with my own opinion leads me to calm and quiet. It brings peace and contentment. And oh, these are so much better companions than opinions and arguments and the anxieties and anger and frustration that they bring. What a picture! Like a toddler sitting on his mother's lap. I am at ease. I'm not worried about where food will come from or what so-and-so should do. How different it is to be calm and quiet. How utterly outside the world of news feeds and social media our world is full of opinions and experts and arguments and this person destroying that person and it's toxic and totally lethal to calm and quiet peace israel put your hope in the lord both now and forevermore and this is it this is the answer to it all the reason my opinions are so unnecessary and why i don't have to get worked up about all the stuff out there Because my hope's not in anyone getting it right. My hope's not in a president, or a senator, or a governor. It's not in an athlete, or an actor, or a musician. Not in an influencer, whatever that is, or an entertainer. It's not in a cause, or a political party, or movement. It's not not even in being right about things myself. Ultimately, my hope is in the Lord, now and evermore. Where's your hope today? In the medical experts protecting us from the virus? the politicians guiding us and opening back up as a society, and the protests that have shaken our cities, the law enforcement that seeks to protect, and the NBA season starting back up, put your hope in God today. Yes, there are other things in whom we put some hope to a lesser certainty and with smaller confidence, and that's okay and good and necessary, but let your ultimate hope be in God alone. Maybe your challenges are not with the world events of our times, But with the inner doubts and questions about God, His goodness, His justice, His love for you, still here you can find that contentment. Choose to trust Him. How's your anxiety level? Are you being affected by the turmoil? Are you not sure what to think about, the events that are swirling around us? It's okay. Pray. Admit to God that you don't know, that you're unsure what your opinion should be, or what action you should take, or who you should support. Pour it all out to Him. Tell Him your anxiety, your confusion, Take a breath, hope in God. Father, give us ear to hear your wisdom today. Help us to be humble. May we state truthfully that our hearts are not proud. Help us to not give too much credit or weight to our positions or opinions. Free us from the anxiety of arguments and divisions and people clamoring to be right and to be heard. Help us to trust in you. We pray for the politicians and the community leaders and the church leaders, people who are in the headlines. Help them, Lord to also not be arrogant. Help them to not have hearty eyes, to be able to confess their own ignorance and challenges. Help us all to not concern ourselves with matters too big for us. Help us instead to humbly admit that our shoulders cannot carry the weight. Help us to be suspicious of our opinions, especially of the strong ones. God, and bring us peace. Bring us peace. Help us to quiet ourselves, to calm ourselves. Lead us to contentment, Lord. Oh, beautiful, peaceful, contentment that's your desire for us and your gift to us help us to receive that today not contentment because everything is right with the world not peace because all the bad guys are gone but because we hope in you amen